Support for MindShift comes from Landmark College, offering a fully online graduate-level certificate in learning differences and neurodiversity programs. Visit landmark.edu slash certificate to learn more. Hi there, I'm Randa Dirfattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Welcome to MindShift, the podcast about the future of learning and how we raise our kids. I'm Ki Sung. Like everyone, students have been thinking about what's valuable to them. And so last fall, MindShift launched the Rethink Schools Youth Media Challenge with our colleagues at KQED Education, inviting students around the country to tell us what they would like to see changed about schools. On behalf of me and the majority of high school students, we'd like to see a change. Stick around because we've got student suggestions based in science, others that are specific to Gen Z, and none related to masks. All over the country, we need to improve reading in Wisconsin. Schools are changing the way they teach reading. I'm calling for a renewed focus on literacy. We have gotten this wrong in New York and all across the nation. And it's happening because of a podcast. I think your podcast has changed my life. And I'm going to share this podcast with everyone I meet. Sold a Story investigates how teaching kids to read went wrong. New episodes of Sold a Story are available now. Hey. It's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. You get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. To sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. Let's start at Forest Hills Junior Senior High School in Pennsylvania, where we heard from several students. The first of them is Maya, who wants more real-world experience. She thinks the school curriculum should require volunteer work. By allowing students the opportunity to get involved in a variety of community outreach projects, we can make our youth more enthusiastic to help and care for their community. And over in Springfield, Oregon, at Agnes Stewart Middle School, we've got a suggestion from Genevieve. I believe we should get rid of time reading tests in early elementary school. I don't there is research around how time tests in math education can get in the way of learning, but Genevieve wants to get rid of time tests in reading. I just felt a reminder of how slow I was at reading. I didn't realize what I was missing, and I was embarrassed and ashamed of my reading ability. I truly hated words because I didn't get the help at first to understand them, to speak them, to feel them. For another student at Forest Hills, Mallory, the pandemic had to rethink the whole focus on grades. It's 3 p.m. on January 10th. You're crying on your way home from school, terrified of what your parents might say about your grades. 
Will they ground you for a year, take away your phone, or will they view you as less because of your not so good grades? You might be relating to what I just said. Sadly, many students do. Last school year, I think I spent more time looking at my grades than doing actual schoolwork. Although I had good enough grades to please most people, I could not please myself. I felt this way because there is a huge narrative that if you don't earn good enough grades, you won't be able to succeed in life. Mallory feels constant worry about getting good grades. She looked at research on chronic stress and found that it can result in things like risky behavior and poor mental and physical health. Too much stress in students' lives can hurt them long term and damage themselves. As you can see, the current school system is tearing apart students every day. I don't know the solution to this problem, but I know by talking about this problem, someone will have a solution. Students can help advocate for this issue by talking to their teachers, writing letters to the principal or school board, and if students want to make a big difference, they could even write to governors or state officials. Mallory's classmate Julia wanted more sleep. And while we all yearn for a few extra minutes or hours of rest, Julia made the case that it's super important for students who are at a critical developmental stage. The CDC states that teenagers 13 to 18 need at least 8 to 10 hours of sleep every day. Without the right amount of sleep, adolescents have a higher risk of obesity, diabetes, injuries, poor mental health, and problems with behavior and attention. Pushing back the start time, it could give teens at least another hour of sleep, which can make a big difference. At the same school, Anna wants teachers to know just how tired remote school made her and her classmates. Online school was a crazy time. Learning on a computer all day was tough. I was excited to get back to in-person school to get off my computer a little more. Once we were back, though, the computers didn't go away. I still had to sit in front of a screen all day. Anna, like so many of us, got Zoom headaches. But once she was back in school buildings, she was still on the computer and still getting headaches. Figuring out where to type and where to put a text box was so much more difficult than writing it down on a piece of paper. Turning things in is difficult too. Going through all of my classes and clicking on every assignment to see if I haven't turned anything in seems like such a hassle, when before all I had to do was open a folder and see if a worksheet was still there. Sometimes I wish I could just hand in a piece of paper. And we all know how hard it's been to be motivated during a pandemic, and the screen time didn't help. When asked about this topic, another student from Forest Hills said, I have noticed that I don't have as much drive to get my homework done after school. I'm just so sick of all the computers. Now don't get me wrong, doing work on a computer can be fun and in ways it is easier, but looking at a screen all day can cause many issues for students. I think that the school system may be headed down a dangerous path. When that bell rings at the end of the day, students are exhausted. This could be from looking at a computer for too long during the day. Maybe we could sign a petition to get the school to require more paper assignments. Another culture shift that students would like to see? More allies and action for transgender and non-binary students. Here's Karen from East Bay Innovation Academy in Oakland, California. My non-binary friend told me that they don't want to come out to teachers at the school because when we talk about inclusivity at school, we never talk about trans and non-binary problems, only sexuality. They fear that many teachers don't take changing names and pronouns seriously and won't make 
an effort to use their proper name and pronouns. Students still yearn for representation from their teachers. We've covered this before on many MindShift episodes, but I'll say it again, more than half the student population in public K-12 schools are of color, but the teaching workforce doesn't reflect that. Here's Malia of the East Bay Innovation Academy. It can be difficult to learn in a classroom with teachers that don't look like you. In a number of districts, there's a lack of African-American teachers in schools. This leaves students of color feeling unmotivated and uninspired. As a current high school student attending a school with four African-American teachers, I can say that my education experience is in definite need of more diversity. Elementary school for me is a perfect example. When I had went to school, the majority being white, I always noticed something was off. As I moved through the grade levels, I never really remembered seeing teachers that looked like me. I remember going to whole school assembly meetings and seeing one to two teachers of color. This left me feeling trivial or that I didn't belong. This deficiency of teachers of color had a subconscious impact on me that led me to do things like flat iron my hair, hang out with certain people, and act a certain way. Malia has a call to action for the adults in the room. On behalf of me and the majority of high school students, we'd like to see a change. I, Malia Hanif, challenge school districts slash boards to reflect on their double standards on teachers of color and reevaluate the hiring process and exclusionary discipline installed in schools. Thanks to all the students we heard from. We had so many great submissions and we're sorry we couldn't include them all. We see you in Minnesota, Washington, New Jersey, Missouri, and Hawaii. For more ideas from students, check out learn.kqed.org where students also talk about trash and a decades old issue, school pizzas. Mindshift is produced by me and Nima Gobier. Our editor is Jessica Placek, Seth Samuel is our sound designer, Kiana Mogadam is our head of podcasts, and Holly Kernan is KQED's chief content officer. If you love MindShift and enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. It's the best way for people to find out about the show, and it helps us keep going. And if you want to share your thoughts on this episode, you can find us on Twitter at MindShiftKQED. Thanks for listening. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. 